This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we explore some unusual Christmas traditions from around the world. One involves a fist fight. Isn't that great? Hey, happy birthday, Jesus. I'm kicking my neighbor's ass today in your honor. We also have top shelf sidebar content, Christmas shopping at the mall, our town's awful Christmas light display, and a phenomenon called the avalanche of women. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza, fresh ingredients, low prices, delicious meals, and by Park Street Books. Read, play, unplug. Small Town Scuttlebots. First things first, is that a stuffed box in a bag behind you, Rick? <laughs> you know I get that a lot. <laughs> Let me see. It's not a stuffed beaver. Okay, I get... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not as much beaver stuffing going on <laughs> down here as one might think. <laughs> That's <laughs> unfortunate for you. I know. I know. So, uh, is uh, it a fox? Was I right? This looks like a reindeer. Oh, a reindeer. Reindeer okay. in a bag. It's is a... that someone's Christmas present? Oh, I know what it is. It's for my nephew, Jack. He just he turned one. And now he, Leslie keeps buying uh, for all these occasions for babies. I know. It's so much more fun to buy presents for babies and little kids than it is to buy for, like, our kids' age. Oh, Liz, let me, I'm reaching back to grab the, again, if you were just tuning in, a reindeer in a bag. Tell me, Liz, enlighten mm-hmm. us all. How much joy was it purchasing this? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, in a bag, it's couple a, clicks. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're card, right. Yep, pay, press yep. PayPal. Mm-hmm. Mm, that, yep. was, that, that was so Add to pleasurable. Cart. That was pleasurable. <laughs> you know what? I thought stuffing beavers was fun. This, <laughs> this was off the hook. Okay, sexual innuendo meter. Yeah, uh, check, check. <laughs> Four or five of those hits already. Uh, well, welcome to our Christmas episode, yeah. listeners. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. Yes, yes. Jesus Cristo, yeah. HBD. We're uh, <laughs> drinking eggnog out of M- Wally World mugs. It's crazy. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I was a little conflicted. Like, you know, the peel of the curtain back. And yep. that, you're you're a proponent of that. Like, oh, hey, love it. I love hey, it. Hey, this yes. isn't Good Morning America. Correct. Right? You know, this is an NPR. You don't have yep. to be all polished. Mm-hmm. Yep. Coming up at the tents. <laughs> Fashion and fitness. With Liz, tell it like it is daily. Hey, girls. <laughs> that's how you talk, right? That's yeah. How you, that's how you sound. I don't of know course. if you know Hey, girls. Hey, girls. <laughs> When people listen to the show, you know, the great thing is take it with you when listen yeah. whenever. We're always there for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one thing you, you can say a lot of things about Rick and Liz and the <laughs> podcast. But one thing you can't say is that we're never there for you. Right. We're, we're portable. We're, you can bring us everywhere. We're there for you. We're there. We've been there for you 172 <laughs> fucking times. Okay. <laughs> this is 172 episodes we've done for you people. Um, my point is. It could be Thursday afternoon. It could mm-hmm. be Wednesday, three in the morning, pulling the graveyard shift. Yep. I don't know, but for you and me right now, it's a new, a new uh, schedule block yeah. for us. It is. We are recording at ten o'clock on Sunday morning. 
crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like before mass. Charlie's basketball game. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have to do basketball, <laughs> and then the Pats. Oh yeah, looking for win number four, baby. It's not gonna happen. Um, oh, you want to hear something funny? Uh, my daughter Avery, mm-hmm. age eleven, huge Swifty fan, mm-hmm. texts me like a week ago. All upset because the cheapest tickets she can find to the Patriots Chiefs game are $600 a piece. And I said, I wasn't aware that you were so into football, honey. And she's like, I want to see Taylor Swift. I heard she's going to be at the game. I said, said, we're not buying Patriots tickets on the off chance you might catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift in a suite. (laughs) That's insane. Right? This poor kid would... What did she think, by the way? What's her concept of money? Oh, 600? I wasn't going to go a nickel over 250. <laughs> right? Like, what, what, is she, what is she even bringing to the table? She's 11. She doesn't have a job. You're right. That's an excellent point. Like, if the tickets were $100, would mm-hmm. she think that that was expensive? I don't think she would. I think that she would think it would be totally reasonable for me to spend $200 yeah. on football tickets on the off chance that she could catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. Because she has no concept of money, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just things just show, magically show up in her life that she sometimes needs and most of the time just wants. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a nice time in life. It really is. It's it's so sweet. I mean, they're on the brink of, like, destruction. Like, yeah. They're, just oh. gonna, they're all going to get torn down with mm-hmm. puberty and the, the the tween years or whatever you call those. Yes, like, tween. Yeah. Middle, middle school. Mm-hmm. Such a shitty time. <laughs> Tell my uh, eighth grade nephew on Thanksgiving, we were just about in a moment where just he and I were sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, ninth grade, I goes, eighth. I'm like, eighth. God, that sucks. <laughs> Did he agree? Yeah. I said, but I said it in an encouraging way. Like, yeah, this is probably the worst time of your life. Right? Like, look at you. Look at you. You're right, a, you're awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you looked at yourself? <laughs> you feel awkward. No. No, Your I voice just, is squeaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pick a haircut. Come right, on. We, right, get right. a haircut. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Hey, uh, you want to shift gears and kind of yeah. like, uh, I got some things. What are your things? You always have some things. I always have some things. Mm-hmm. I know you have things, too. We do our things. Yes. The first half, and then we get into the, uh, you know, the big, we uh, unravel the big thing. This this week's topic, yes. Yeah, we unravel <laughs> the big thing later, like in the second half. That's where, you know, mm-hmm. today you're going to bring it up, and it's what, Christmas traditions? Weird Christmas traditions from around the world. Well, I shouldn't call them weird, because for these other countries, they're totally normal. But for us, I think we would consider them maybe a little odd, so we'll discuss can, that can later. I, can I feign offense? That you even yes, please even do went there, like <laughs> just because it's not how we do it doesn't make it weird. I'm just a dumb white American. <laughs> you you know what? Get cultured. Watch I, more Jeopardy. You know what? I should have there. gone to the culture fest that this town hosted, and then maybe I would be a little bit more enlightened. <laughs> well, they bust them out, but they'll be back next year. Get some culture, Liz. Only... I'm looking all around the town, and I can't find it anywhere, Rick. <laughs> I don't know where to go. All right, right. what you got? Okay, so I had to go to the uh, Walmart the other day. We have you went inside one. I I went, yeah. Whoa! I'm not being a jerk here when I say uh, I I feel gross (laughs) when I go in there. Mm -hmm. It's not about the people or anything, or it's about the company. Yeah. Do you know? I watched a a documentary on on them. They have uh, over fifty thousand employees. Okay, worldwide or Mm -hmm. nationwide. 
So they play the numbers here. They take out a life insurance policy on every single employee. And every year, a percentage of their employees die. And Walmart gets, and they collect, they're the beneficiary of the yeah, life insurance? Yes. It's just, it's just. How is that a, even it, legal? It's just a revenue stream that's just like, it's there, take it. Wow. It, it's a thing. Interesting. <laughs> if you take out a life insurance policy on your employee, they'll pay it to you. And you don't have to pay the family that money. Well, yeah. That's crazy. Right. That was it for me with Walmart. But <laughs> well, they always have, I'd have to Google it, but if you look up, you know, the top, the billionaires in the United States, mm-hmm. there's always a significant number of, what are they, the Waltons family, I think, yeah. on yeah. that list. Yep. I mean, that's, talk about generational wealth. There's generations of that family that literally have never had to work a day in their life. I always wonder what the first generation, you know, the, the great great grandpa oh, that created the business, rolling over in his grave, looks at like, yep. what does Augustus Bush look <laughs> at? Augustus Bush the fourth, right? I think like, what the hell are you doing to the company? You know, or no, they're not even working. Like these are, you know, this beer pit tastes like piss. Yeah, <laughs> this is not my recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- so wait, that Mar- was- margins, Grandpa, margins. <laughs> oh, flavor. So that was your thing, the Walmart uh, life insurance policy? No, that's just um, it's my opener. Okay, that's your opener. It's my okay, it's my gotcha. Setup. Okay. okay. No, so I had to go to the Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm just skeeved out. Skeeved mm-hmm. out. That's a word my wife uses, and it just, I don't know what that, I don't think you can find that word in the dictionary. But, but you, know you, know, you know exactly. It's, 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 it's a, a word you feel. It's a feeling. It's a yeah. great word. I'd like to introduce it to everyone's vernacular. Mm-hmm. Use it. Use yep. it this week. Say, Say, oh, that skeeved me out. And the person you're talking to will know exactly Completely. what you're saying, but they've never heard that word. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you can. So we're expanding your vocabulary. But anyway, <laughs> back to how much Walmart is like a skeevy place. Mm-hmm. I go there and uh, I had to. I was forced to. I had to go. So you couldn't order whatever it was online or anything? Like you had to physically go into a store? Yeah, I go get okay. pick, do a pickup. Okay. So I go, go do this thing. As I'm walking through the parking lot, up front, prime spaces with signs, special painting lines, mm-hmm. painted lines, right? Like, ooh, special spots, right? You know where I'm going with this? Yes, I do. I don't like designated <laughs> parking spots, you know? Like, I mean, I tell you, it'll sink your business, right? Like, Babies R Us, all those expected mother parking spots. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, there's like 50 of them. If you wanted to go buy something for your expected mo- wife, Right, you had to walk past fifty. I mean, it's bullshit. So people stop shopping there, and now they're out of business. Right? I don't think that's why they're out of business. <laughs> I did a thought experiment, and it was conclusive, <laughs> absolutely conclusive. So you, you know, I don't know if you can poke a hole in my theory, but I will say that this one, this mm-hmm. sign, takes the cake. Oh. This one is the ultimate in bullshit. Like. Get out of my face with mm-hmm. this garbage. We know what you're doing. You, you're vult- virtue signaling. This is actually this is actually hindering everybody. No, okay. Rick, just what, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, get let's get the, to the point, Rick. <laughs> I'm getting the look. I'm getting the look for, like, from my wife. Uh, law enforcement parking only. Law enforcement. What? The people that can park anywhere. Hey, Walmart, you need to like dial up corporate and tell them that they can literally park not figuratively, literally, literally park on the sidewalk of your store if they want to. They can do that. 
They I have the authority. They so, don't need a special parking spot. And you made four of them. By the way, when, or three of them, or <laughs> uh, embellishment makes the story better. Yes. There's like a 90 of these things. <laughs> and I'm it's like, a whole police force worth it of was, parking It spots. was a whole, like, lot C. <laughs> I don't free cops, and I was like, "What? Why are we doing that? That's why crazy." Why did I, I had to like walk, you know, burn calories, you know, these things. I don't. Again, I un- sign so, up for. Okay, we because we've had this whole unenforceable parking lot conversation before. I think you and I yeah. both come out on the side where the veterans parking were mm-hmm. like very supportive of. Is this sort of like an offshoot of that? I don't understand. Yeah, just I think they're trying to be one of those. Um, I think it's just one of those. It's another um, a cause. Okay. It's another cause. It's another group. So they're falling behind the Blue Lives Matter. If you're going to put a label on it, yeah. I guess. I guess they're they're just supporting your 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 blue. Support but like, blue. if you pulled into that parking space and got out, and someone said to you, "That's for law enforcement only," you could be like, "Well, I'm a plain clothes detective with the 37th precinct." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Like you said, it's unenforceable. You know, it would really be a dick move if you were an <laughs> officer and you're like, sir, I'm going to have to give you a citation for parking. I'm sorry, what? Uh, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's six empty spots there. Yeah, but that one's for me. <laughs> Are you really doing this? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> what, would the, what would the ticket be? I once, I once got a ticket for my front license plate, my German license oh, plate. Oh, yeah. The cop. Must have been fresh out of the academy. He's mm. like, you've, you've never been pulled over for this? I'm, How much was that ticket? $40. Really? Yeah. 40 hmm. bucks, nothing. I anyway. once got a ticket. Well, Dan got pulled over for speeding mm-hmm. at, in a neighboring town. Um, and I was in the back seat with Will, who was an infant at the time. And yeah. he was like, like brand, brand, not, not straight home from the hospital, but like a month old. So and I was hus- like, your husband's speeding. And he's, well, and you're, holding, you're unbuckled, <laughs> holding your baby in your arms in the middle seat. <laughs> bouncing on your knee. Yeah, okay. No, Will was strapped into his car seat and I was sitting next to him mm. in the back seat, but I didn't have my seatbelt on. Yep. And so the, Officer spared Dan the speeding ticket, but gave me a $25 ticket for not having my seatbelt on in the back seat. And he, <laughs> and he, and he says to me, mm-hmm. he's like, you take, um, precautions to keep your baby safe. You should take the same precautions for yourself. And I was like, I'm like four weeks postpartum, dude. Why don't you go fuck off? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you, I think that's the only thing. You could say to a cop where the cop wouldn't react. Right. <laughs> they would just slowly step away. Tip their tip yeah. their cap and say, You have a nice day, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got I got a ticket. That's so funny. Dan got off scot free for twenty five bucks. Did you have to provide a license? No. No. Nope. So you're just a rando. Rando. Mm-hmm. Funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anywho. Anywho. Um, there's a there's a lady who's in her sixties who Goes running at night in black with no lights or reflective equipment. That's lunacy. It is, and I'm I'm actually, I saw her. I'm always looking. You know, I'm I'm very uh, vigilant mm-hmm. as a driver. I'm paying attention. Not the phone guy. Not the phone yeah. guy. Don't be the phone guy. Mm-hmm. So I see her, and I'm thinking, my goodness, if I if I was a dumb high school kid, I would have, I could th- theoretically. Oh, by the way, she also walks on the right side of the road. She's walking oh my God. with her back to traffic. To the traffic? Yeah. Don't do that, guys. I, 
That's gotta, crazy. You get, yeah, you do the opposite yes. of the of the traffic. That you want to see it coming. You want to see that distracted mm-hmm. driver not paying attention, drifting off to the shoulder of the yeah. road, coming right at you. You don't want to just feel the bumper hit right. you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you think you should say something? <sighs> That's a tough one because it's kind of like in the mind your own business category, somewhat, but also. I mean that's like a personal safety issue. I'm I find it shocking that she doesn't have the common sense to recognize that going running at night on the country roads in this town mm-hmm. with traffic is it, I mean how do you not know that that's a bad idea? Yeah. Uh well, and you don't know you don't know her. Do you know no, her? I don't, no. I don't okay. Know her. I don't know. And uh yeah, I, I find it fascinating. Yes. <laughs> like, like if she said, hey, you know, mind your own business, I'm like, well, I just want to make sure that this doesn't become my business. Like, right. You know, I don't want to have to clean up business off mm-hmm. of my, the grill of my Yeah, don't my become car. a statistic, lady. Gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, so, the, so we devolved, but we were talking about the law enforcement parking spot. Yes. So that really irked me. Mm-hmm. Another one, Christmas traditions. And I know that you want to get into stuff. Yeah. Today's Sunday morning. I'm personally excited because my wife is going to go to the Cape for the night and just get away. She wants a night away. Which this time of year I can appreciate. There's just a lot going on, yeah. right? So she mm-hmm. needs to decompress a bit. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like just having the kids just. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easier. Yeah. So much easier. Which like, I hate to say that, but sometimes it is because yeah. it just, you know. Leslie was giving me a list of stuff. Is this a indication that I'm a bad parent like like I just like abdicated all authority like she's literally telling me how much food the dog gets and oh god and I'm listening taking notes because I didn't know because you didn't know I've never fed Rex wait you've never fed Rex no like not in the entire time you've owned him you've never fed him I give him treats (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm the treat guy Hey, you get See, two? so you want to be fun dad for the dog, too? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm your funkle. Let's go. Let's go to the park. Run off the leash. Um, yeah, I give them the uh, dental greenies in the, mm-hmm. in the morning and the night, and then, you know, throughout the day, maybe a, a treat or two. So anyway, um, I do like the fact that there's just one person at the helm. It's great. Yep. You know, it's not like... Great for you. Oh, yeah. But the <laughs> thing is, my, my parenting style, it's more old school. It's like, you guys do it. Mm-hmm. And I find, like, my wife is, like, doing stuff for the kids. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's and she just, find, like, Mom, can I have Mom? And I'm like, guys, get it yourself. Or they try, Mom, can you do the thing? And I'm like, did you even try to do that yourself first? Did you try to fix it? Yeah. It's the exact same in yeah. our house. It yeah. is exact. Same, like, so you, you know, Brady will be sitting at the kitchen table and I'll be doing something like folding laundry or doing whatever. And he'll be like, mom, can I have, can I have a glass of milk? And I will like just instinctively get up and go do it. Whereas when Dan hears him say that, he goes, no, Brady, he goes, you can go and get it yourself. So I don't know if it's a mom thing. I don't know what it is. We're just wired to serve, which is annoying. Yeah, you got to think big picture, Liz. I know. I mean, I don't want to give you some parental counseling here, <laughs> but uh, if you just, I tell Leslie, I say, you keep solving all your kids' problems. What are they going to do when I, you're I not know. there? I know. You know? They won't even know how to make a bed. That's how <laughs> pathetic they'll be. <laughs> so are you, do you have like special dinner plans for the kids tonight or what are you going to do? No, so my, just... my cr- Christmas tradition, okay. which is very controversial because I think I'm the only one that really, really, really like likes it. Mm-hmm. To the point where I incorporate it, we do it. And I've said this before, but uh, with Leslie gone, 
this is going to be a perfect time to go Christmas shopping with Leslie. Oh. Kids can go. Pick something out for her Mm -hmm. and all that. So are you going to take them to a mall this Saturday? Two Saturdays before, two Sundays rather, before Christmas? This is prime time. Santa's there. The big tree. Music. Uh, and you really enjoy them all. Fucking, it's just so fucking weird, Rick. <laughs> I know, I know. Are and, you going to sit in the massage chairs? <laughs> uh, I do that. I do that. You know what's great now? You don't have to feel weird in Brickstone. They actually just put them out there. Right. And you can pay with a credit yes. card. By the way, five minutes gets you 15 minutes. It's a great deal. <laughs> it's upstairs. Across from Hollister. Oh, my God. The fact that you have the Natick Mall, like, mapped out in your head. <laughs> I don't mind it. Oh my god! I don't mind the mall. I love it. I, you know, why I like it because my wife was kind of arguing with me, like, "No, you don't like it." I'm like, "Yes, I do." No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> what do you like about it? Well, I'll tell you. I love the fact that the mall brings everybody together. All walks of life. All walks of life. <laughs> We're all here sharing the mall <laughs> in harmony. Right. And we're just listening to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's beautiful. Like people dress up in their Christmas sweaters and they get excited <laughs> for it. The mall walkers come out with like reindeer antlers. It's just everything. Just so it's changes. very festive. Uh-huh. You feel it's very festive. Oh, How do you yeah. feel about the food court at the mall? I feel like that is the worst part of any mall is the food court. It okay. smells. Well, it's. I've, I've been doing a lot of food court action with kids over at the Dave and Buster's. Oh, store. yeah. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is putting everybody to shame at the food court. Here's my really? food court update. Yeah, there's like a Szechuan uh, walk or something like mm-hmm. right next to it. It's like staffed with three people at the buffet. Pile Each compartment's piled high mm-hmm. with a ladle in it. And everyone's ready to go. And it looks like they have not served one thing. And then you look at McDonald's, and there's 50 people behind the counter buzzing around. Oh, it's very efficient. There's beeps and buzzes like mm-hmm. a hospital emergency room. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of action. And then there's a line sneaking through into the okay. courtyard, you know, of like, I don't know, 10, 15 people deep. It's McDonald's all the way. But yeah. Okay. But when I, I was a kid, I loved a food court. I loved myself an Orange Julius. Yum. Where can you find? I don't an think you can. Anywhere? Are they gone? I, don't, I think they're gone. I loved it. It's my favorite at the Arsenal Mall in Watertown, Massachusetts. <laughs> Is that still around? No, I think it's something else. I don't know, but yeah, Orange Julius, a cinnamon bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do you, where do you buy your your Christmas gifts? On a little thing called the World Wide Web. All of them? Everything? <laughs> um, I might find myself at the mall today mm-hmm. as well, Rick, because there's one item that it's on Brady's list that requires me to purchase something from a kiosk at the Nick Mall. <laughs> so can everything I, else. Can I guess what it is? Because yes. we might be at the same kiosk. Oh, okay. Guess. I don't know what they're called exactly, so I'll... Are they the charms you put on those Crocs? No, not uh, gibbets. Gibbets, is that what those are? They are slippers that look like Nike Dunk slipper, uh, sneakers. So slippers that look like Nike Dunk sneakers. This is for Will? No, it's for Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, so that's what he wants. And it's the o- it's literally the only thing 
I can't buy online. Everything else I've bought online, and I'm now like in the frantic mode of tracking the packages. There might be one or two things from Etsy that are not going to arrive on time. But this is the beauty of my kids not believing in Santa anymore. If it's not there by Christmas, I can just tell them you've got something else to look forward to a couple days from now when it finally arrives in the mailbox. (laughs) So you get stuff from Etsy. You get homemade. You help the, Mm -hmm. uh, the little shop. Yes, Yep. So you do like Black Friday. No, you don't do Black Friday as much as you do. What is it? Internet. Sunday oh, Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. Is that, is yep. That yes. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to get all this, all the big ticket items, you know, out of the way. Yeah. But you got to fill up those stocking stuffers. You got to fill in the little holes, the little mm-hmm. gaps. You mm-hmm. know, you got to walk around and maybe you're going to see that thing that's like, I. you'll do like right impulse there. purchasing. That's dangerous. No, you leave the last ten percent of your Christmas budget for the oh okay uh, the je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, see which way the wind blows. It's gonna be a surprise even for the gift giver. Right, we, we have no idea. You know? So let me ask you this: When your kids unwrap their gifts on Christmas morning, are you just as surprised as what they get? Yeah. Well, is that what <laughs> they we got? are because yeah, Leslie takes care of all of it. Oftentimes, yeah. yeah. Well, we know what we're, we, we've already talked. Yeah. As you can see in this podcast studio, it's all I know. It's becoming, this is also Santa's workshop. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of gift wrapping mm-hmm. going on. Yep. Gift wrapping. Um, also, um, beaver stuffing is available. <laughs> it's available. For a fee? Yeah. Just, just hit me up on the uh, Instagram. And OnlyFans. OnlyFans, get your beaver stuffed. Or your gifts wrapped. <laughs> you know. Whatever. There's something for everyone. Yeah. I. You know what? I don't want to brag. I about can, your beaver stuffing? I can stuff a beaver and, <laughs> and wrap a gift at the same time. No, men can't multitask. That is just not true. Yeah, you just put the gift on, her, on their back. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning. This is the Christmas show. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> do you think we would do well like on WBZ? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, we need to we need to talk about your. Uh, you crossed a couple lines today. Anyway, yeah, we don't we don't need a boss. No, we don't need to be censored, Rick. Yeah, we don't. But we do need to say hi to our sponsors. Oh yes, we do. Let's pay some bills. They've been super fantastic. So we'll do that, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk about um, uniquely you- different <laughs> yes. cultural celebratory. Uh, modes of operations, <laughs> traditions of other countries that are not necessarily white, like Liz. <laughs> Royal Pizza has some great deals on quality meals. Buy any four pizzas, get a fifth pizza of equal or lesser value free. Or buy any three large Royal subs and get $2 off. One large cheese pizza, one order of chicken fingers or wings, and a two-liter soda, only $29.99. And if you call now, you'll get $5 off orders of $45 or more. You must mention these coupons when ordering. Offers may not be combined. Visit royalpizza.com for a complete menu. Get ready to unleash your inner artist and have a blast at The Pottery Place, the ultimate creative destination. Visit The Pottery Place at Park Street Books for a pottery experience that's second to none. Painted mugs, plates, bowls, and even your favorite collectibles are dishwasher safe. 
Their paints and glazes are non-toxic, ensuring a safe and worry-free experience for all. Learn more at ParkStreetBooks.com. As Rick said, we've curated some, what did you put, uniquely oh, I, something? I gave some <laughs> you words. Gave the politically correct. I gave word salad circle <laughs> yes. talk there. I didn't even know where I was going. I couldn't land that plane. Mm-hmm. Well, I uniquely will say. Different uniquely cultural different. Cultural. Yes. Celebratory modes of operation. The reason why I I thought this topic might be good was because of an article on NPR. So, they're the ones that kind of brought me the uniquely different celebratory traditions from around the world. Now, are you a consumer of NPR, typically? It is part of my morning news headline um, regimen. I'm, so I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I go to CNN first, mm-hmm. do my start the day here, yeah. which is like the top five news things you should know about what's going on around the world. Go to the business section of CNN, read those headlines. Right. <laughs> top five things we want you to know. Yes. Top five things we want you to know. Mm-hmm. Then I go to NPR, do a quick scan there. Then I go to the Boston Globe to see what's going on locally. I do a quick scan there. And then I feel like I'm well informed to start my day. Uh, I'll occasionally what? dive into Bloomberg or the Journal. But those are my three top three places to get some news. No USA Today. No USA Today. The highlights for adults of <laughs> weekly reader. And then, you know, for my pop culture references, it's it's Us, us Magazine weekly, yeah, us. and People. Oh, People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, my mom used to read People. I mean, they've got good both celebrity gossip plus human interest stories. Plus, yeah. they've delved into true crime. So it's really something for Ooh, everyone. Yeah, true crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's not for everyone. Guys don't do people read the magazines though? Do you like the magazine? Like a paper like yeah. buying yeah. No. 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 I don't know anyone that like when I when I used to travel years ago, my thing was buying like an Us Weekly and a People magazine to read on the plane. Yeah. But by the time I've at this point, by the time you've purchased said magazine, you already have kind of covered all the content in there that you've you've already read it online. So it's sort of True. Obsolete. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I just did what I do best, which is derail you. <laughs> We're not here to talk about magazines. Yes. Let's get so into do it. Christmas traditions. Uh-huh. So, and I had only one out of the four of these I'd ever heard of. So mm-hmm. first, we're going to start off with Japan. Okay. So forget the Christmas turkey. Mm-hmm. For many Japanese, traditional Christmas dinner is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Did you know that? I did not. Is that really, the whole country, for the most part? Yes. Unofficial. I mean, no, for the most part, due to a combination of tiny Japanese ovens and a clever marketing campaign convincing locals that fried chicken is a traditional American Yuletide feast, reservations have to be made to eat at a KFC on Christmas Day. Oh, really? Yes. That's great. Isn't that wild? During the run-up to Christmas, Colonel Sanders statues um, stand outside KFC's Japanese outlets. Wait, what? that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, <laughs> outside of Kentucky Fried chicken restaurants in Japan, there are Colonel Sanders statues wearing Santa gear, and the chicken is served in special holiday packaging. Demand is such that an online service has been created. Order your Christmas family bucket in advance and have it delivered. Mm -hmm. So last year, I think, let me just make sure my stats are right. Um, Last year, between December 20th and the 25th, uh, 
Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurants in Japan earned $63 million. Wow. And the lines start outside the door on December 23rd. So apparently some say that this tradition started several decades ago when they launched the Kentucky for Christmas marketing campaign in 1974. Um, And one of the managers of the country's first KFC uh, falsely marketed fried chicken as a traditional American Christmas food to drum up sales. But, I mean, it's been, well, I was born in 1974, so that's been going almost 50 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the Christmas tradition in Japan, where I I, I think less than 1% of them actually celebrate actual Christmas, sure. from what I've read, but, yeah. But they jump on this thing. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I think so. As a marketer, I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. I was just thinking about how Kentucky Fried Chicken has got to be the fattiest oh. chicken I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. how, do they, how do they just fatten those chickens up? Because also, how, $63 million. million in like five days. <clears throat> That's crazy because yep. what's the overhead? I mean, what's the margin on a chicken? Let's say a whole chicken. Right? I mean, chickens are, well, chickens can, are getting more expensive, but. I can go to a grocery. Weird, right? It must be the processing. But you want to buy two chicken breasts, mm-hmm. or organic, free range, whatever, 20 bucks. Yes! Okay? You want to buy a whole chicken, rotisserie chicken. $8, right? Seven, I was going <laughs> to say, <I> <laughs> yep. say seven ninety nine. Yeah. I'm like, seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. This thing consumed more heat, electricity, water, yep. food. Uh, you know, housing, like how do you make money? Like, right. You you probably had to pay five times just to raise this thing to get, <laughs> but anyway, the Kentucky Fried Chicken people, they just must feed them more Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know. If you bought, like, if you buy, a, this is, we buy Bell and Evans chicken breasts, right? Mm-hmm. These things, we laugh over, they're like double D boobs like they're huge these yeah. like what are they feeding these chickens that yeah. they have such enormous breasts right. and where can i get some give me some of those chicken hormones <laughs> that's the next thing right. whatever the chickens are getting I mean, right women inject themselves with botulism yeah right? i so, do you do so yeah nothing wrong with a little rat poison and the you know forehead whatever. that's amazing <laughs> All right, moving on. (laughs) So this is the only one I had actually heard of in Mm -hmm. Austria. As if the threat of missing out on presents wasn't bad enough, Austrian kids who end up on Santa's naughty list also have to worry about Krampus, a horned, hairy beast that snatches misbehaving children in his wicker basket, serving as St. Nicholas's creepy enforcer. Many towns in Austria, especially Alpine villages around Salzburg, Celebrate Krampusnacht on December 5th, where dozens of men dressed as the half-goat demon parade through the streets, brandishing sticks and terrorizing children. Love that it. That sounds like a lovely Christmas tradition. Awesome. <laughs> that is great. There has to be, you know, a good balance. You right. You know, a yin and yang. I mean, you can't just have all merry and bright and joy So these the kids think cheer. that St. Nicholas is sending out his... his half goat demon thing to beat and steal children who are misbehaving <laughs> on the run up to Christmas. Uh, yeah. And what country was this? Austria. Austria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is why Austria is going to take us over in a couple of years because they have Krampus. We have elf on a shelf. Yeah. You know, they got Krampus. 
You children are bad. Get in the basket. Do you think parents use that as a threat? Like, you didn't finish your peas. Krampus is going to steal you in the middle of the night? Yeah, probably. I would. If it works. (laughs) If it works. (laughs) All right. So, this one I chose because of, especially for you, Mm -hmm. because of your ongoing fascination with all things poop. No. No, my my anti. Yes, your aunt. Yes. And yes. I meant that as, you know, yes, you don't I, understand why everyone's obsessed with poop. Don't tell well, me. Don't tell me. Well, in Catalonia. Wait, that's a country? I think Sorry. it's part of Spain. Ignorance, ignorance alert. Ignorance yes. alert. Sorry, I <laughs> don't know. Ignorant white American alert. <laughs> Caledonia? Catalonia. Cat- All right. Well, I'll give you a chance to Google it. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Read Googly Moogly. Catalonia. Oh, it's an autonomous community of Spain. Okay. So, welcome to the bizarre Catalan tradition of, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly because I'm a dumb American, Cajatillo, or, quote, defecating log. Mm. Locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Then they spend a fortnight feeding, quote, unquote, it fruit, nuts, and sweets. On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, quote, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick, end quote, until the log excretes all its treats. It's hard to comprehend why this tradition hasn't caught on elsewhere. They also decorate their nativity scenes with small, pooping, ceramic figurines, usually well-known characters often drawn from that year's news. The figurines always have their pants around their ankles. What? <laughs> is this now? Are they making a mockery? Are they have? Do they are they looking for shock and awe? I guess or, so. I don't know. I don't understand. Or is this a genuine thing that goes back to to the uh, you know? Yeah, the Norsk people, the our ancestors. Let's see, our ancestors in the great the great northern Scandinavian countries used to. Let's see. So, I mean, if this originated from Vikings and stuff, I'd say to a point. But then, I, I mean, now, yeah, the, the little figurines are taken a little too far. The, the log thing, I, I can under, I can envision having. I, I don't understand why. Oh, apparently, also, the children must take good care of the log and keep it, keeping it warm and fed so that it will defecate presents on Christmas Day or Eve. Yeah. Tio de Nadal is, is what... Is what it's called. And oh, no, Wikipedia, I don't want to donate to you. Maybe later. Well, I didn't see that at Culture <laughs> Fest. You didn't? No. Well, did not you know see what? It. Maybe we should put in a request for that. Did, for not, next see, year. did not see the defecating <laughs> blog. Um, all right. Last but not least, this one is my favorite because um, I feel like this is almost like a real live Festivus. In Peru, mm-hmm. Christmas Day in Santo Tomas, Peru, starts off as families make their way to church. But later that morning and into the afternoon is the time for Takanaki. And I think I'm pronouncing that correct. I did Google it before I left. Takanaki? But I've since forgotten exactly some... what how to pronounce it. <laughs> a series of organized fist fights. <laughs> Takanaki means, quote, to strike. An indigenous in an indigenous language spoken in the Andes Mountains region of Peru. So, basically, this is an opportunity for friends, families, neighbors, and business partners to settle their differences outside of the courts, 
which can be difficult to access for Peruvians living in rural Santo Tomas. There are typically at least a dozen, a couple of dozen fights that day. Usually men in their 20s and 30s, but also women and teenagers. <laughs> Before the match, they must announce who they are fighting and why and embrace. Each fight lasts from 5 to 10 minutes. Opponents cannot hit each other while one person is on the ground. No weapons are allowed, and a referee will call the fight if it begins leaning too far in one person's favor. Um, the assumption, if you agree to, to fight during ta- Takanaki, is that you announce the umbrage or the offense, and then after the fight, regardless of who wins, you're supposed to hug, make peace in the town square, and you make a promise to the villagers that the dispute is over. The day is punctuated by a big feast. The tradition dates back to the 1600s when conquistadors began taking over indigenous land in the Andes Mountains to mine for minerals. About 8,500 people celebrate Tanakui. It is spread to some nearby cities, but most people come to Santo Tomas to partake. So it's a way to end the dispute so it doesn't go year, go after, go year after year and involve more people and disrupt public life. So, yeah. What do you think about that? If you had to fight someone... <laughs> <laughs> Who would it be? <laughs> oh, good, good one. I, as as you were saying that, I, I was thinking like, who? who would yeah. I, do you have? Is there some like? Do you have an ongoing dispute with someone in your to, life? Not to the, to the degree in which I feel like I need to take a swing at you, right? No, not at all. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because I, I respect tradition, this goes back quite a while. Yes, Conquist and this is for people. They live in a very rural part of Peru, uh-huh. so where like let's say you have a business partner. And you otherwise might take that person to court or sue a neighbor for something. Yep. They don't have the opportunity to resolve things through a court system because of where they live. Right. So you're just going to duke it out in the streets. And I love that. I love street justice. So. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, it, it, what a relief on the resources. Right. Right. Just, hey. Mm-hmm. Cops don't have to handle this. Right. Their know? tax dollars aren't being wasted by silly disputes. Also, they're just going to take it to the street. They're stressed out. Every right? time they pull a, pull a car over, they don't know what they're walking in on. I'll say. You know? so, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. Off. I liked it. So that concludes <laughs> unique <laughs> traditions from around the world. <laughs> Did you have any Christmas traditions growing up? Like oh. in your house that you extended to your family or no? Uh, you, you know what? Yeah, I wonder if people still do this, and they should. We have not designated a night to do it, but I would propose that we do. And it's uh, we all get in the car. Drive around. And we drive around mm-hmm. listening to Christmas music, looking at houses decorated in Christmas Same. lights. My dad used to pile us in the car growing up. We don't do it either. And I yeah. was like, it occurred to me the other day as, oh, Last night, Danny and I were driving home from dinner, yeah. and we were commenting on all of the houses that were all pimped out for Christmas. And I was like, "We don't do that did with you our say kids." Pimped out. I did. Pimped out. <laughs> but yeah, my, every year, my dad be like, "All right, tonight's the night. Mm-hmm. We're gonna drive around and look at Christmas lights." I feel mm-hmm. like it's a lost tradition a little bit. Yeah, let's bring it back. Yeah, I think it's great because a lot of people put a lot of work into it. Yes. And then when you start doing it. I remember on the radio, they used to tell you where the houses yes. were. Like some of them, oh, you got to go down mm-hmm. Carroll Street. Yep. You know, lots of lights. They'd have like almost like a traffic report update on, you know, where all the lights mm-hmm. are. You got to check out the inter- And some some places, you know, at certain times in the evening would have like traffic detail. Yes. You know, like yeah. It's like 
dueling houses just go at it mm-hmm. like you know let's go to that place let's go to yep yeah so that's that's a tradition that i liked and i think that we should still do it i agree one that i don't like and it's going away and i'm totally happy with it is christmas caroling i don't want oh. you, i don't want you singing to me i don't want to awkwardly... do people still do that do they ring on do they ring doorbells of strangers well and it's, sing? it's going away and i'm and i'm not upset about that yeah i i have not been approached harassed <laughs> by a mob of children <laughs> with one supervising adult in a long cloak and a top hat for some reason. Like it's a Dickensian Christmas? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Singing at me. Oh. Um, yeah, I remember one time I was Christmas caroling. It was with our youth group mm-hmm. at church. I must have been maybe in seventh grade. And we were walking around. And I don't sing and I don't dance I mean, I'll sing a little bit just to, you know, for fun. Yeah, like in know? the car, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed of singing mm-hmm. in front of other people. Sometimes it just kind of singing is one way to de- deliver, you know, your message or whatever. Yeah, and just have some fun. Hey, but uh, dancing can't do that. But anyway, did they make you dance when you were singing? No, no. I'm oh, saying, okay, look, good. These, okay. are, these are two things that I just okay. have yeah. trouble. I just mm-hmm. feel very insecure yep very I, i'd rather be naked <laughs> on national tv just slowly like turning my body around <laughs> like i'm getting scanned at tsa <laughs> right for one full minute mm-hmm. during a super super bowl ad i'd rather do that <laughs> than dance than dance at like my cousin's wedding yeah oh. I, feel, I feel so stupid but anyway um music christmas caroling Christmas caroling, I can't do it. Can't do it, won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. How about you? <sighs> no, I mean, the Christmas light thing, that was a tradition in my house growing up, too, that I feel like we should bring back. I'm trying to think of traditions that should go away. I don't know. Well, we got Christmas caroling. We got Christmas caroling, the elf on the shelf. Elf on the shelf, we got can that go one. Away we can go away as well. Away. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I got one. Um, putting up shitty Christmas decorations on your town square. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you guys got to stroll through Medfield, Massachusetts and look at the... Somebody sneezed Christmas <laughs> lights all over the trees at Baxter Park. Down, mm-hmm. It's our downtown park. Looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's not great. It's the, always looked ridiculous, though. I've lived here for a long time. <laughs> and every year, every year it gets brought up. At a, uh, no one's no one's outraged, no one's angry. Mm-hmm. Everyone's laughing at it. Like, yeah, that's the thing, and, and it's almost worse. Like if I worked at the Department of Public Works, and I'm like, "All right, we got to do this again this year." All right, every year we do this, we catch flack for people are laughing at. It. They're not, <laughs> we're not taking complaints. People are actually right. Calling, it's mocking. Yeah, they're, they're joking. Like, look. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should start a month earlier and spend a little time on this. You know, let's go to Westwood. And see uh, what they did mm-hmm. and, and hire that outsource. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I drove through Westwood, Mass. It's nice. Ooh, mm-hmm. beautiful. Walpole, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, the Walpole Common oh, is beautiful. Basically, mm-hmm. every town around <laughs> looks great, which accentuates how bad ours I know. looks. I know. Literally, it's like there was a box of lights and they unfurled them, unknotted them. They had the decency to do that. And then they. Four guys just grabbed them all and said, on three, one, <laughs> two, three. And they went up in the air and branches caught most of them. Yep. And they plugged and it in. And are like, cool. It's Our on. work here is done. Yep. Check the box. 
<laughs> I, just yesterday, Will asked me what our tax uh, dollars go for in this town. <laughs> I was like, I really don't know. <laughs> Your school and bad Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I do have a Christmas-related am I the asshole if we want to end on that note, or do we feel like we've got enough? I I always have room for mm-hmm. for an asshole right? case. Let's, and let's this, decide. Come on, yes. scuttlebuds. And I feel around. like this, is, this one's totally up your alley, and I'm dying to get your take on it. So mm-hmm. this one is am I the asshole for— You know, I'm sorry. You missed mm-hmm. a good opportunity with playing words there. Oh, t- wait. I did. Am I the asshole? You said this is totally up your alley. You should, this, <laughs> is totally up your, this is totally up your ass. <laughs> totally up your ass. Am I the asshole for blowing up in my sister's face over Christmas dinner because of her kids? The answer is no. You're a hero. <laughs> Do you have another one? <laughs> well, let me. I want to yeah. lay out the story because um, I want to um, know how you would handle it I, I, in this scenario. I, I, I'm leaning towards. I already like this woman. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. So this is oh, this is a guy oh, who blew up in his sister's face. So yeah, I'm liking him. Um, so he is saying. Uh, He's 35, his sister's 30, my kids are 7 and 9, hers mm-hmm. are 6 and 12. So all of the age to know how to behave at yep. a at a dinner table, right? Mm-hmm. This year we hosted, so this was obviously sent last year. This year we hosted Christmas dinner. I adore my sister. I adore my niece and nephew. They're good kids. We spend a lot of time together, and our kids love playing together. However, her kids have this habit of digging into the food that's being served without it being on their plates. For example... Once when we visited, my sister made mashed potatoes and both kids dipped their fingers in the pot and licked them and then dipped again, etc. Yeah, gross. I didn't have a problem with that. Her house, her rules. My wife and kids hate it, though. So we were sitting down at dinner, and this is at his his house. We had some light drinks. My wife brought out the first course, which consisted of multiple things like cheese, grapes, ham, blah, 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 so our guests can serve themselves with whatever they liked. As usual... Her kids started going around the table to pick stuff from the platters. We laughed and cheered until I noticed that my niece and nephew were grabbing something, taking a bite, and putting it back. Ooh. My wife noticed, so she went discreetly discreetly around to get the stuff they bit out of. I pulled my sister aside and told her, please tell her kids to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. In comes the next meal, which is a light soup with sour cream. The instant my wife put the serving bowl down, my niece and nephew grabbed the ladle and licked it. We kind of laughed nervously. My wife replaced the bowl and soup. Again, I told my sister to speak to her kids about it. Before the main course was served, my wife and I decided to just plate everything ourselves, uh, which was a lot of work, but worth it. Again, my niece and nephew immediately got up and started going around and dipping their fingers in random plates. At this point, my wife got a bit angry and told them aloud to wait patiently for their plates. My sister got irked. Guests started to get uncomfortable. My sister said, quote, they're just kids. After an hour or so, we got out some chocolate cake. Niece and nephew literally put their hands in it before my wife got a chance to cut it. I saw her eyes starting to get watery, and out of frustration, I blew up, yelled at my sister for not disciplining her kids, and making and I made everyone uncomfortable. My sister and brother-in-law got up and laughed. Several guests said they found this gross, but mom and dad say that I could have spoken to my sister in private. But so she, He kind of did earlier. Yes, exactly. So I say he's not the asshole, and I'm curious, like, if you saw... Your niece and nephew doing that in your home, how would you handle it? Like multiple times. Well, I would deal with it myself mm-hmm. right there. I don't know. That's 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 tough talk. It is tough talk. <laughs> it's tough talk. 
Because you know what? The fact that he didn't address it earlier would suggest that she's probably got a difficult personality. Mm-hmm. Or like probably like, overly sensitive. Yeah, like you know when like there's people I could go, hey, you know, um, maybe we don't do that, and they're like, oh, 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 sorry, oh, yeah, uh, oh, my bad, sorry, mm-hmm. thanks for the catch. One time, someone pointed out that I was wearing a hat in the clubhouse after a round of golf. It's etiquette to take the hat off. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten to take the hat off. Someone pointed it out. I wasn't like, hey, right. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. there are some people that get irked if you try to discipline their children. Yeah. Like, I'm That's not. That's a whole other yeah. level because now it's like, this is my child. This is my baby. I'm very protective. Mm-hmm. You know, mother hen. Yeah. So you're, you're adding another layer. Uh, I don't know. If kids just act up, I you know what I've done? I've, I've gone to Leslie. I'm like, deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your side of the family. Yes. Yeah. You know, yep. your side of the family, you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Not my problem. And then she promptly does. And then if it's my side of the family, which can do no wrong. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think like fam, like family, I, I would never discipline a friend's child unless they were about to do something dangerous or whatever. Mm, yeah, but like right, family, fair. family's OK. Like, I don't mind if my sister, you know, says to, to Brady, oh, hey, Brady, like, don't do that, but, or, hey, we don't do that here, you know, because it's always delivered very gently or yeah. whatever. Same, my brother-in-law, you know, what, like, and I do the same thing with my nieces and nephews if it's the occasion warrants it. It's about, you know, you deliver it in such a way that's not this, like, authoritative type of thing, but you're just letting them know, like, you know what, that's not cool. It's a redirection. Yeah, exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah, you're not condemning anybody, you're not chastising yeah. or uh, outing, you know, calling me out, you right. know. Um yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I feel like if the one the one kid is twelve years old. Yes. Twelve years old, still sticking her finger. I mean, someone's gotta say it. Yeah, it's and gross. if they're doing I mean, if that's what they're doing, like what what other kind of like feral behavior are they, yeah, are they fair, you know? Feral behavior. That's a good way to put it. Like I don't know, where are these people from? Like West Virginia? Right? Like like we we just assume we paint the picture that they're mm-hmm. they're on par with us. Yeah. Right? We just assume like, oh, I I'm painting the picture of my world. Okay, so mm-hmm. they're in my world. No, I think we have to go in their world in this yeah. case. <laughs> and their their world might be a mm-hmm. little little more rough and tumble. But yeah. even this guy has kind of got the common sense thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think real-time adjustments. Yes. You know, in-game adjustments. Hey, we don't do that here. Hey, uh, exactly. let's, let's use a spoon, Billy. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, Billy, here, use the spoon, not your fingers, okay? Thank you. Go wash your hands, please. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that kind of thing. Yep. Also, make every kid wash their hands before they come here. Mm-hmm. You can do that. It's your house. All right, kids, wash it. You have your own kids, so lump them all in. Yep. I do feel bad for the, the wife of the guy because she obviously put a lot of work into making a nice dinner, mm-hmm. and she was getting upset that it was being ruined. Well, also, uh, the sister-in-law here with the kids. Mm. They're little diddlers there. The yeah. food diddlers. <laughs> Gross. She's 30 with a 12-year-old. So, mm. Oh, on, yeah. A little bit Do on the, the math. Little, Do the math. A little bit on the young side there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just glad that we can sit back in judgment of these people and talk about how they handled the situation poorly and what we would have done to make it better. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Can we switch gears? Of course. Wore something for you. I didn't say anything about it. it. Makes me feel bad. I noticed your Hallmark Christmas movie sweater, <laughs> and I love the like 
what would you call it? rustic antique pickup truck with the Christmas tree and presents in the back. Isn't it wholesome? It's very wholesome. Just like a... Just like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. This was a <laughs> impulse, holy shit, the algorithm found me, online purchase. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I God. Like, I love that. Buying this. <laughs> Are you going to wear it to the mall later? Oh, yeah. Nice. And I wear my uh, happy birthday Jesus hat. <laughs> I we couldn't find it. I will walk around with that. I get so many compliments on that. A lot of Do people, you really? Oh, yeah. A lot I of, love it. A lot of... A lot of um, Elderly women. Oh, so, yeah! If you guys, if you want to uh, get in with the helmet, damn. Women, <laughs> this, uh, plus seventy, uh, single white female. That's your demo. <laughs> you uh, wear a a Jesus related mesh trucker hat, and uh, <laughs> just it's like an avalanche <laughs> of, 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 of older women. If that's your thing, it's tumbling down. <laughs> Literally. Breaking hips. <laughs> right. Ankles. Watch out for those dentures. <laughs> the avalanche of oh, women are yeah. coming. <laughs> it's hot. Oh. And that's why I want to move to the villages. <sighs> for the avalanches. The fuck? For the avalanches. <laughs> the avalanches of women. <laughs> Whatever. Just brittle calcium depleted <laughs> bones. <laughs> Empty <laughs> bottles of prune juice. <laughs> <laughs> An endless supply of insure. <laughs> Getting old, I feel like, is going to be the best of times or the worst of times. Mm, that's every time. That's every time. It is. It is. You know, I mean, college was the best the of times. The best. The, college, the best. I'm sorry. You know, college <laughs> was the best of times. It was the best of times. It was the best of times. It's absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Then after that, you're like, you're poor, but you're independent and you're, mm-hmm. right, the best of times, but I'm out of money again. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> worst of times. And then kids, best, best of times, of times great. worst of times. Three in the morning, yeah. fucking worst of times. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then now we're just kind of in cruise control. I just feel like we're getting a beat. This is midlife crisis time. We're all supposed to just take care of our, go buy a sports car, go, <laughs> you know, hike the Appalachian Trail, whatever you got to do. Right. I feel like I'm like, cause Will's older. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the best of times, worst of times again, because best of times he's at a point where we have like really awesome conversations. He's a, a real human being. He gets kind of what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, all that worst of times, lots more, you know, bigger kids, bigger problems, lots more things to worry about. He's a sophomore in high school. So in two years, We'll be planning for him to be leaving us. Like, so there's a lot of stress as far as that goes. So it's, I feel like real deal parenting right now. Yeah. I would go back to changing twin diapers at two in the morning versus like the anxiety of parenting a teenager. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. I feel like that's, that's a show for a later, that's a topic for a later episode. I, I mean, I could go on, so let's save it. <laughs> well, I did write some notes down okay. here. I think I think we have a bit, a running bit we could incorporate into mm-hmm. the show from time to time called Best of Times, mm-hmm. Worst of Times. Love where, it. Where you f- find a scenario mm-hmm. and you're like, this is why it's the best, but this is why it's awful yes. at the same time. Exactly. And uh, at the end of the day, the best of times part always beats out the worst totally. of times. Agreed. You always deal with the worst of times. Mm-hmm. Hey, listeners, if you have a scenario, Best of Times, Worst of Times... Send it on over to us, smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. Yeah, We'd love and, to hear. Yeah, and if you do, you know what? If we read it on the air, 
okay? We will send you a Scuttlebutt t-shirt. Let's get, yeah! let's get some interaction going, and I feel kind of festive, right? Let's get some stuff away. So send us a best of times, worst of times scenario mm-hmm. in life, right? And we like it. We read it. We analyze it, right? We will send you a uh, Scuttlebutt t-shirt. Okay? It is the season of giving, after all. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you a choice. You can have the Scuttlebutt t-shirt or the Scuttlebutt mug. Ooh. The t-shirt is very good quality. It's a nice soft cotton. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. It's very nice. But the, the mug is nice, too. Mm-hmm. I did a show with Will Noonan the other night. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, it was hilarious. It was a terrible show. Oh, really? Oh, God. It was, Bad audience? Uh, the room could have filled uh, capacity 120, mm-hmm. and uh, I counted 30 people. Uh. The bartender. It, was a, it was a fundraiser. Okay. It wasn't well uh, organized or put together. And... And I'm, I'm like, at 8 o'clock, there was four people there. And then us four comics. Oh, my God. There was as many comics as were. And, oh. and I was like, hey guys, what, what do we do in this situation? Like, this is, it's funny because Will, he was doing Mohegan Sun. Yeah. 350 the yeah. next night. Like, Saturday Oh, my night. God. So it's like, this is just, this is a comedy, man. Right. Like, tonight I'm doing this at the something men's club in where, mm-hmm. Quincy or wherever we were. And and tomorrow I'm going to be at Mohegan in an arena. You know, yeah. we're but anyway, it was it was ridiculous. The room was was awful. But uh, I don't know the point there. What was my point? I don't know. I said something about it's the season of giving, and then I don't know. Oh. <laughs> no, will will oh? And then will mm-hmm. ah fuck it oh. <laughs> this is all gonna cause my whole point. You want to know why this is so yes. bad? I'm sorry. You should do a better job just reining me in. Like when you see me just set and sail. You know? You're like you're adrift somewhere. Yeah. You should just pull on my tether and just bring me back because everyone's at, everyone's thinking it too. You know, I get a lot of emails. All right, right. before you forget again, what's yeah. the point? Oh, uh, Will thinks about us every day because he <gasps> drinks from our scuttlebutt. <gasps> oh, awesome! I point. love that. that I point. love so that. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, and um, he totally killed at our live show. Killed at our live show. He's got a YouTube special. He's a very accomplished yeah. comic, so look him up. Will Noonan, he says he still wants to come on the show. Oh, we'll, good. We'll do that. But. He told me at our live show that he performed at Skankfest several years ago. No kidding. Produced by one of my favorite podcasts, Legion of Skanks. That's right. So I love it. I was very impressed. What a credit. It's a huge credit. Ladies and gentlemen, our next comic performed at Skankfest. <laughs> Please give a warm welcome to Will Noonan. Skanks. What's up, skanks? I love that word, skank. I mean, talk about if you don't know what it means when, when, like, skeevy, when Mm -hmm. you say it, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, but don't ask me to write it down, define it. Like, I just know. I I feel it. I feel it. Oh, she's a skank. Okay. (laughs) That's all I need to know. What's her number? Right. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) Merry Christmas. Mm, Happy birthday, Jesus Christ. Happy birthday. (laughs) Should I get us out of here? (laughs) Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. (laughs) We're totally devolved here. Yeah, I know. It's like, I didn't didn't mind it. I love it. It's Sunday morning. And we're having having coffee. Coffee. So it is important Mm -hmm. that we tell people the time. And day of our recording because it'll give people so. perspective. So people that are out there, by the way, we're bringing it back, right? Mm-hmm. Full circle. This is what we opened with. Hey, if it's Wednesday and you're, you know, grocery shopping or you just finished the kids with the homework and you're doing dishes now, right? Mm-hmm. Just, we're giving you the Sunday morning vibes and maybe yeah. that's what you could have used. Exactly. Sunday morning vibes are good. They're yeah. relaxed. They're like. I think so. Yeah. 
And this whole podcast is just an experiment. We're always, we're fluid. We're willing to try mm-hmm. anything. I would put Sunday morning down as a potential backup. For time. our Fridays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Until I agree. summertime, but during yeah, the school yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Cool. All right. And thanks for participating in another one of our small town scuttlebutt team meetings. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> Yeah, speak up. Uh, you guys want to add anything to the agenda? Uh, old business, new to business. To All right, listeners, thank you guys. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, hit us up at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt. Happy holidays. <laughs> How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.